If I asked you, what makes you happy? What first comes to mind? Are they things that are short-term? Are they things that are temporary? This is what it's been for me for so much of my life, thinking that happiness comes from having a cool car. Happiness comes from having a party with friends. Anything that's short-term, even happiness coming from that first bite of a Big Mac or whatever it is that may not long-term be the best thing for me, but it's what I instantly think of when I think happy. We're going to talk about that today and what we should be doing, or what I should be doing, I'll speak for myself, uh, to find real, true happiness in my life. That's what it's all about today. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Monday. This podcast is about success for failures. Failures like me, who grew up in a world that valued conformity over creativity. People like me who have been made to feel like failures in the corporate structured world of education and the cubicle littered world of business. This podcast is a misfits guide to discovering, pursuing and achieving our infinite creative purpose. So welcome home. Let's change the world around us by changing the world within us. Well, before we jump into this, I want to remind you, August 1st, now if it's already past August 1st, I realize it's it's already up. So I've got a special episode coming up where I sat down for quite a long time and talked to somebody who specializes in addiction recovery. First time I've ever done an interview on this show, and I wanted to talk to them in a way that we could all relate to, whether we've been through addictions or not. I think all of us on varying levels are dealing with the same issues. Some people deal with it in a very bad way or I guess in a non-effective way and often turn to addictions of drugs, alcohol, shopping, eating, um, sex, uh, working, anything like that that we're seeking to uh, cover up in in other areas of our life. We're going to dig into it. It's going to be so beneficial to you. Now, if you know somebody who's dealing with addiction or has or has a loved one, make sure you point them to the special episode. Coming up August 1st, it's 2016. So I say that because I realize in a couple of years you may be listening to this. So it's the August 1st, 2016 episode, and, and it's going to be amazing. I'm just telling you. I've recorded it. I'm editing it, and I just I just want you to hear it. Uh, I may do more of these interviews if it works out well. So make sure you set an appointment to uh, download that episode, and I'll share it. So if you're not following me on Twitter, do that now, at P. Desmond Adams. If you're not following me on Facebook, Facebook, do that now. It's facebook.com slash P. Desmond Adams. Pretty much everywhere it's P. Desmond Adams, and I make it real easy for you. All right, so let's jump into this episode today. This comes out of a conversation with a, a family member who uh, has has dealt with some issues that were pretty negative. They were trying to find happiness in drugs or alcohol, and I was talking to them the other day, and and we've had kind of a strained relationship because of some of the actions they've taken. I just set real solid uh, big boundaries that have kind of made it hard for us to communicate a whole lot, but that was by design, and I'm okay with that. Not always easy, right? If you've set boundaries with people, you know that's not easy to do, especially when you love somebody. So I had set these boundaries and we hadn't really talked. And so we had a situation uh, arise where we were in the same room together. And I said, how are things going? And we got to talking. Of course, first there's this apprehension. We got to talking about a book called The Power of Habit. 
and he had started reading this book, and he started to realize, now this is somebody who's dealt with not debilitating addiction, but just addiction or abuse of substances that um, I'm trying to be careful about it because, you know, I just, just to be careful because I love this person and I don't want to say anything bad about them. But I realize at the same time, this isn't something that nobody else has ever dealt with. It's reality. It's normal nowadays. You, I'm sure you're listening to this thing. Yep, that's my brother-in-law or yep, that's my nephew or that's me. And it, it, I, but I want to be careful. So it wasn't per se addiction. I don't know. You know, only the individual really knows, I guess. I'm not a professional in that area. But this person had dealt with some seeking out substances to find happiness. I started reading The Power of Habit, and we had this great conversation, brief but great conversation because it really let me know that they're on the right path. Now, they're just going down that path. They're just starting on that path. So the boundaries stay intact for the most part. They, they, they stretch a little bit. You know, they're organic. So this person just starting to go down this path, and and they need to you know get further down because, um, well, right in the middle of what we're talking about, that's the reason. It's habit, and they need to create positive habits that bring about positive results. Habits are in your life. You think, oh, you know, what kind of habits do I have? Well, you may have negative habits, and they're formed the exact same way positive habits are formed. We need to consciously, and that's what he was telling me, these are all his words, consciously making, I'm paraphrasing of course, consciously make this decision to create positive habits that are going to result in positive outcomes. So instead of creating the habit of payday, let's get some booze, some drugs, whatever, you know, whatever it is for, for you or your, somebody else, uh, that, that's a habit. It's got money. Buy this. Got money? Buy drugs. Got money? Buy booze. Friday night? Drink up. Saturday night? Drink up. Sunday? Not so much, maybe. But you create these habits and your body starts to get into these psychological – there's neural pathways that are created that, 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 that get in this mood. How many of us have been at 3 or 4 o'clock on a Friday afternoon and we're already thinking about having that party this weekend, even if it's just an impromptu little social gathering with friends. You're already thinking about that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just we we have to realize that we are creating these habits and we have to ask ourselves, are the habits we're creating leading to long-term happiness or are the habits we're creating leading to long-term dissatisfaction? Don't think about the short-term. Sure, it's Five o'clock on Friday, going home, you can stop, have a happy hour, have some drinks, hang out with some friends. Maybe you're thinking about Saturday, just, uh, you know, whatever, sitting down, watching TV all day long, and nothing wrong with checking out and resting once in a while. But if you're hustling, if you're hustling, you're really trying to do something, what kind of habit is that going to be? Or, or is it going to be where you sit down and you watch TV every night? Break that habit. But you have to intentionally do that. You have to intentionally replace it with another habit. This is the thing that we do. Let me go to the physical because I, I think the physical is a real good way for us to envision the psychological or even spiritual and emotional. So we'll go to the physical. I've dealt with uh, plantar fasciitis for most of my life. What that means is your feet really hurt. The plantar fascia is a muscle that goes from your heel, like back on your Achilles, 
tendon and then wraps underneath your heel up to your metatarsal, your right the ball of your foot. Okay, enough. No more biology. <laughs> uh, so, so I've tried stretching that for a long time. You just do all these stretches and all this stuff. Well, I spoke to actually I'll name him Lance Dreher. He's like a two-time Mister Universe, Mister America. I used to run his radio show. Uh, and I told him about this plantar fasciitis. And, and he said, ah, you got to stop stretching it. Your body's going to resist stretching. So we have, we have muscles that go opposite of each other. That's how we have mobility. So when one muscle contracts, the other one just naturally relaxes. Right, So you notice that on your bicep and your tricep. So as you curl up your bicep, what happens to your tricep? You're not, you don't consciously think, oh, I'm going to stretch my tricep out. No, you contract your bicep and that does it. Or the opposite where you contract your tricep and it stretches your bicep out. So he said you need to go to the opposite muscle from the plantar fascia and, and contract it without thinking about stretching the plantar fascia. I know I'm getting so into this. Sorry. I have a point. And, and so, so as you contract that, and I did that by putting weights on my feet and then being flat on the floor and then lifting my, my front of my foot up. So I'm pulling it up. And instead of me trying to stretch the back, I'm trying to lift with the front muscle there on my leg. So the one that runs down the front of my foot. And what that does is naturally cause the relaxation of the opposite or the plantar fascia, and that stretches it out. Okay, now the point, right? Promised? So here's the point. We need to do the same thing in our lives when it comes to habits. If there's a negative habit that you want to remove, you are best served by creating a positive habit that works opposite of it. So forget about ending the negative habit. Focus on creating a positive habit that supersedes it. And the negative one suddenly, not suddenly, sorry, misnomer, but eventually, without much conscious thought, will disappear. And we, we so much so many times we think about, you know, I've, I've got to quit smoking, quit smoking, quit smoking, quit smoking. Well, what if you changed that and decided I was going to start a new positive habit? Maybe it's jogging or maybe it's meditation or something like that that you're going to try. And I realize that that may not completely you're going to still have physiological addictions going on with nicotine. So it may not be the best example, but it is a habit. So it has both psychological, uh, just the habit of I finished my meal, I'm going to have a cigarette or I wake up and I have a cigarette and you're not even conscious of it. Your body's not craving the nicotine per se. But so, but you also have the physiological addiction to the nicotine. So so it may not be the perfect example, but we'll use it in, 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 in anyway. So to replace that habit with a positive habit, you, 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 you start to just diminish how much you think about the negative habit because you're so focused on consciously creating the positive habit. Maybe you create uh, affirmations or maybe you create, like I said, you go into meditation or stretching or yoga or something else that when you think about the negative habit, you Engage in the positive habit. Instead of trying to suppress this, what I'm saying, instead of trying to suppress the negative, you engage in the positive. So uh, you you create positive habits. So this family member, wonderful. Now, again, still going down this journey. So it's not bing, you figured it out. Your world is wonderful. That's not the way this works, okay? So it's bing, now you're on the right path. 
you pulled out the roadmap. You found the route you want to go to. You found your destination, and then you you mapped it out, and you're uh, you're moving in the right direction. So great, right? You know, if you stay on route, you'll eventually get where you want to be, which is the life that you want. Now, you may only be a mile down the road, and it's a 500 mile journey, but you know, go another mile, go another mile, go another mile. Just don't divert. Don't turn off those little side roads. So I know he's getting towards his journey. So let's get back into the discussion about happiness. Our habits are oftentimes created by our desire for happiness. It's 1130. You're hungry. You're really craving something good. Uh, You could go to the grocery store and you could buy the mixings for a nice salad or, uh, you know, some grilled chicken or something like that. Or you could swing through the drive-thru. And so the, the instant way of finding happiness and satisfaction at lunchtime is the drive-thru. And so we create these habits. And some of us just naturally, it's lunchtime, boom, get in the car, head down, and we go to one of two or three places just instinctively. We don't think about it. It's a habit. That's what we do. Maybe it's that mocha, which mocha latte swirled caramel with cream and well, every morning. It's a habit. That's what you want. You think, oh, it's my little pick-me-up. It's so laden with sugar. It's like a candy bar. It's a liquefied candy bar, right? I don't want to preach. But (laughs) there's also addiction going on there with sugar. Sugar really acts like addiction, a lot like heroin in your your brain and the dopamine release in your brain. So – but but so we create these habits. So as you get up, you get in the car, you head down, you drive past the Dunkin' Donuts or wherever your Starbucks or whatever – And you get your big giant liquid candy bar and you've created this habit. You don't even really consciously think about it. You just, you just, boom, turn into that driveway and get into that drive through and yeah, the blah, 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 liquid candy bar. And then uh, you, you head out. You have to consciously make a positive habit. Maybe it is consciously saying, oh, I'm going to get, you know, whatever, a different type of coffee or an iced tea or something, you know, with with stevia or something that's a natural sweetener, like not not addictive like sugar. So be conscious about that. Um, So so the family member said that, man, I was just finding happiness in in these moments of uh, abuse of, of substance. And now he's finding happiness when people say, man, you're one of my best employees. Wow. So he had, but, but, but he didn't just get to that because he didn't just come in and say, Hey boss, I'm going to be your best employee from now on. Oh, okay, great, man. You're one of my best employees. It didn't happen that way. Had to create the habit. And over time, see, most of us ditch it before we get to the results with, with real reward. We ditch it before we start to reap the benefits. So we say, all right, I'm going to get to work on time every single day on time or early. And I'm just going to get into my work. I'm not going to gripe and complain. And I'm going to do everything that needs to be done before I'm told that it needs to be done. And I'm going to do it with a smile on my face. I'm going to have a positive attitude. I'm going to encourage the other employees there. And you do that and the first day, and it's like no reward. Nobody says a thing. They might say, dude, what's gotten into you? That's about it, right? But then you do it again another day and another day and another day and another day, and you keep going like that. And maybe you still don't get anything. And then all of a sudden, somebody's like, dang, man, you're really nailing it, man. You're really crushing it around here. Good job. Ah, Ah, what happens then? You get that audible reward and you get a little dopamine rush in your brain and and that rewards you. So you've had to create the intentional habit. Now what happens? The next day, a little bit easier to do that. 
a little bit easier to do what needs to be done. So you continue to do it. And then over time, more and more positive results to positive feedback coming to you and it becomes a habit and you just suddenly now after suddenly i said again you eventually without much thought become this model employee or model entrepreneur and your customers just love you and you're getting all this great feedback and it just becomes the norm for you and you don't even have to think about it just like that liquid candy bar became the norm for you you didn't have to consciously think about it so it's, it's about overcoming our negative habits with positive ones and offsetting the, the reward, laying out the reward for the future somewhere and understanding that's the case. That's the way it works with us physically as well. Man, you go to the gym or you go to your, your CrossFit today or something and, and you're going to – you might puke at the end of it. That is not a positive reward to a positive action. But you do it again tomorrow and you're going to be – tomorrow you're going to be really sore. Next day even probably – more sore but but you keep doing it and next thing you know that 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 the happiness you felt when you plop down on the couch you know it's like oh yeah just relax now it's good day's over see what's on tv sports center whatever it is that you're looking at and you feel this happiness like temporary but then it wanes right and then now you go to the CrossFit, you go to the gym, and you work out, and you do the things, and and you you will be you're intentional, and you you know that you're gonna set off the results, the rewards for quite some time, and then you start to feel them. Then you get up in the morning, and you're so well rested, and your body feels good, and your mind is sharp because you're eating well. You're not putting junk in anymore that clouds up your mind, and because now you care about what you're eating because all that hard work, you don't put junk in, and, and and then you start to get these real rewards that are tangible and long-lasting. The reward you get when you plop down on the couch lasts for about five minutes. The reward you get when you go to the gym for 30 days is going to last you for weeks. If you, if you Even if you stopped, you would still have a couple weeks worth of feeling really good. Your back may not hurt because you've been working on your core. You may not strain or huff and puff when you're climbing up the stairs to get into work or wherever. You start to get those rewards, and they're going to be longer-lasting. Now, if you continue on with the positive habit, then the long-lasting rewards go on even further. So we have to get to this point where we're intentional about creating positive habit without regard to the instant result. Food, relationships, sexual relationships, whether it's just instant gratification for yourself and not the other. Then there's the type of relationship where you get into the habit of instead of just having the habit of um, we're going to you know have our romantic time, th- then you get into the habit of we're going to have our emotional time, our deep time where you start to ask questions. How are you feeling? Where are you in life? And you start to really have a relationship. You start to build up empathy for somebody else. You start to care about them. You create that habit. Create that habit of every evening. You're like, how was your day? And really ask and really care. How was your day? Oh, man. You went through, oh, man. You know what? You don't deserve that. You're better than that. You shouldn't have gone through that. I'll tell you what. I appreciate you. And you you reinforce in that real relationship. And you start to get to know your partner's dreams and pains and, and, uh, and joys and all of those things. That's a positive habit. You may not get instant results like you did in a sexual situation, right? As a matter of fact, you may never get that kind of result, but 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 you get this deep sustaining result where you have this great 
wonderful relationship that will hold you through years and even decades into the future because you created that positive habit. All right, this has gone on long enough, right? <laughs> I hope this helps you. The book is called The Power of Habit, and I encourage you to look it up. I'll put a link in the show notes, The Power of Habit. And, and I just want to encourage you today, if you're getting ready to go to lunch, as you're listening to this, maybe you're on your way home and you're tempted to just buy that fast food because it's instant and you want that result, that happy feeling when you first bite into that Big Mac or whatever, or whatever it is for you. Uh, maybe it's going out tomorrow morning for a walk or in the afternoon or starting your meditation. Whatever it is, I want you to take action on this and not be concerned and know that the results aren't going to be instant. Know that and work on one habit at a time. And so I'm, uh, I'm just telling you, it's 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 worked for me. It's, it's I've still got to work on it in a lot of areas of my life. So I want to encourage you in that regard uh, just to, to set aside what you think the results should be and just build the habit, and then you'll see wonderful results. Just like my family member, after a short time of being that model employee, hey, got a raise. Wow, got a raise. Nice. Not, not only are you going from where the negative, where you were late all the time and you weren't always focused and you couldn't wait to get off and have a beer or whatever, uh, you, that was that employee who was, uh, you know, like uh, they're kind of half-assing it, right? Now you're suddenly the the model not suddenly, I keep saying suddenly. It's not sudden. <laughs> now you're the model employee. So again, and you're now you're getting pay raises. What? That's going to last a lot longer than that instant gratification of cracking open a beer and uh, you know, enjoying that at five o'clock. I love that you listen to this show. I really, really appreciate you. Would you give it a five-star rating and review in iTunes? Um, I, 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 it goes a long way. People are going to find this, people that need this, and they're going to find it because they're going to search in iTunes, and they're going to they're search up personal development or mindset or something along those lines, addiction, and, and it's going to feed into them. And we're on this journey together. I'm no guru. I mean, ugh, right? I, I'm just a, a broken person. I guess not. I, I'm not a broken person. I'm just a person who's just on the journey, man, just on the journey of life with you. And as you experience things, I, I hope you would share them with me. And as I experience things, I'm going to share them with you through this show. So I want to encourage you to uh, go give that five-star rating and review in iTunes. I really would appreciate that. And share this episode with friends. Also, don't forget August 1st coming up. Now, unless it's in the future, then it's already passed. But you still get it. The August 1st episode of Mental Mastery Monday is going to be epic. And uh, my first interview, and, and you're going to really relate to this as I talk to somebody who's dealt with addiction and continues on a daily basis to help people deal with their addiction. So much insight comes out of this. All right, enough said. I love and appreciate you. Thank you so much. May your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 